0: Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled Intersections. It's part of the World War Cthulhu Cold War series. Matthew Sanderson is our Game Master, and this is episode... Uh-oh. 14 or 15? I think it's 15. Looks like, uh... Uh is not right. So without further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Notes from the Journal of Dr. Jason Jacoby, Biological Research Scientist Update 19740211.2003. Summary. Priority 1, Section 46 Assignment. Assessment and update of Adversus Humanitatum groups within the Middle Eastern Theater, specifically the cults associated with Daleth and Diog sothoth Priority two, CHQ assignment, reassessment of Vladim Kasikov and the heart of Cuba rescue mission. Priority three, gain the favor of the Ichthiandrian high priest in order to convince him to move the submarine, thus averting possible major conflict. Priority One Review. I have used the Tesseract Daoleth to determine that the current threat is more involved with cult activity than with a nuclear bomb. I've determined that Majesh is one of the last remaining brothers of the skin and a possible link to the Black Brotherhood. The other agents have effectively eliminated Suleiman Ekmechi as a threat, though this does not eliminate the associated cult of Yogg-Sothoth. We must determine if this ascension group continues to be active and dangerous. Also, I will relate in Priority 3 review the possible existence of a religion among the ichthyandrians, which could pose a problem. Priority 2 review. Much seems to indicate that Vladim Kasikov is lying to us concerning the impending nuclear threat. It may be that he has been misled himself or that he is actively trying to distract us. In either case, his value has reduced and the likelihood of his extraction will have to be seriously reviewed. Priority three review. The situation with the Ichthyandrians has become complicated the sea vessel Heart of Cuba is bringing a salvage crew, hoping to recover the damaged U-boat, which is located close to the Ichthyandrian colony. I was successful in re-establishing contact with Jacob Marsh and explained the situation to him. He, unfortunately, is not a man of any great importance in their culture and may find it hard convincing the Ichthyandrian hierarchy into taking action. Marsh indicated that the political structure of the Ichthyandrians is theocratic, the high priest being considered an important authority figure. He has suggested to me that I may come into favor with the high priest if I deliver to him the very same girl from the Galata brothel that O'Sullivan gallantly rescued. I'm pretty sure she's still at the embassy, but I'm faced with an almost unsolvable ethical problem. In the end, I have to make a choice. I give this current situation a danger level of 4 out of 5 because of the possible conflict between the Ichthyandrians and the Soviets. We may be looking at the spark that ignites a devastating war with a power that we cannot even begin to fathom. I have less than 12 hours to formulate a plan. Right. Thank you very much,
1: Tom. So that sets the scene. We've had our encounter at the Galata Tower, um, not the Galata Tower, Gladly Anders Tower last time. I think we can have um, truncated the journey back. So if everyone wants to have got back together, whereabouts do you want to meet up?
0: Well, can we meet once again on top of the roof at our place?
1: Yeah, sounds fair. I understand that uh, Postgate wants to go past um, a particular ge- uh, geographical feature to dispose of something.
0: Okay.
2: Yes, please. I shall take a a detour, and um, I, I'm going to um, uh, I'm going to dismantle it
0: mm-hmm.
2: in the car, and then just throw the bits. Into, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a CIA agent. I can feel strip a handgun quickly. Sure. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to dismantle it and chuck it in the Bosphorus.
1: Yeah. One of one of the advantages of the Bosphorus University being where it is is that it is very close to the river, say the Bosphorus itself. Mm-hmm. So that maybe only takes you a couple of minutes out of your journey to park up somewhere on a um, on a coast road. Wrap it up put a few rocks in there, throw it in pieces, and it's there's a splosh, and it's gone. So nothing is going to tie that to you. Excellent. And then, and, and, unless a fish person finds it. <laughs> no, it doesn't, it doesn't bump on their head as they're swimming back to, the, um, to their city. So, <laughs> so um, after various... <laughs> Sorry. So after various uh, routes are taken, you eventually head back to... Um, to your apartment building, and you are upon the roof. Uh, do we want to consider that you've all shared information of what's happened from both um, from all sides last time, or is anyone wanting to tailor what info they uh, they give?
0: Um, well, I kind of want to uh, explain stuff in a certain direction that I, I need to go in, um, gentlemen because of our successful, well, your successful dispatching of uh, the uh, Ekmechi threat. Uh, I've set out some Raki, uh, if you'd all like to uh, join me in a toast.
2: Yes, I could do, actually, I could do with something stronger.
3: Can I time out for a second? I'm remembering back to the last episode, and Lucas nearly killed me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Am I? Has that all been explained away? Like, do we know what happened to him? And
1: yeah, Um, because Lucas isn't able to make it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Once he's realised what's happened to him, that he has been supernaturally compelled to do that um, it's like a being punched in the face for him in terms of his uh, in terms of his psychology and in terms of his sanity um, he is um, taken back um, either by yourselves or he makes it under his own steam um, he heads back to the consulate uh, the American consulate building to have a word with CIA psychologist that's on station there basically to talk him down to calm him down and to get him through this because this is something that's really shaping him that is where he is that's why he is out of play for this, uh, for this particular part
3: okay gotcha uh, yeah yes so, and just to piggyback then so I guess actually I'll do this in game then so uh, dr. Jacoby I actually I mean I know we accomplished the mission that we set out to do but from my experience that was a complete disaster we barely made it out of there with our lives um, and three of us who at least one of us is fully trained for this failed miserably um, our, our, our target escaped and if it were not for mr postgate's quick thinking and, and plan b attitude I, I think he would have escaped well so, so i guess what i'm saying is i you know feel free to, to drink and toast but i don't think i can feel comfortable in doing that And and real quick side note, um, I I have suffered um, more than 20% sanity loss since the start. So I know it's not like a, you know, all at once sort of thing. But like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, LeBeau right now is kind of like shaken from this whole experience. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, uh, then at least, you know, sit with us. And uh, I want to explain a few things that are going on. uh, Because we're in a, a, still in a dangerous situation and this this might change our course of action in the future um, I said the other night that I had the power to uh, stop any of you um, i want to I want to give you a demonstration so that you understand the gravity of what's going on here. Um,
1: uh, as he says that, um, could I ask for Henry to give me a Con roll, please?
2: And, uh, certainly will
3: And I don't think I remember that, so could give me a little reminder of what...
0: when uh, when O'Sullivan was yeah. passing out guns, I said that I didn't want a gun, and he was like, you, know, you really need to take one." I was like, I could uh, I could uh, dehabilitate anyone, uh, any one of you." Okay. Wow. Um, I failed that. I got 71 out of 58. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so I'll, let, I'll let you describe what happens then, Tom. I reach in and I pull out my little book and I say, alright, see if I can get this to work. Put my hand on the book like this. And I close my eyes. Then I open up the book to a certain page and I say, Hemanoptera Formicidae, Parapanera, Clovada And I point to uh, Henry like this. And then I go like this. And I walk over to Henry with one finger up. And I poke him in the chest. And Henry, you feel excruciating pain. Ow! <laughs> I see anybody else. I say, all right. Oh, what did you do that for? Uh, I, I I just reach out gently and I touch you on the shoulder, and it really hurts. And I'm like, all right. It's not what you think. If you do that again, there's, I'm I'm going to punch you. It, it'll be okay. You'll you'll be fine in a moment. Uh, there's no such thing as magic, my friends. But if you, if you, if you couch science in a way uh, that can convince people that there is, you can make them believe anything.
2: So what did you do then? Did you just poke me in the Xantic process?
0: No. I, I spiked your drink, and I pull out a little vial. And I'm like, this is something that I invented a number of years ago. It is a pain enhancer. Um, I gave you a single drop; you uh, it'll wear off in a few minutes. But in larger doses, you can effectively torture anyone without leaving a mark on their body. You won't actually do them any harm whatsoever. But believe me, they will believe it. They will they will lose their minds if you if you continue too long. This can be used as an effective tool one that I am loath to use because I don't like violence. Um, it's the reason why I said I could uh, pretty much uh, dehabilitate any, any of you uh, if I wanted to. This can be used uh, uh, as an aerosol. It can be used uh, uh, topically if you get it on somebody's skin. The effect is pretty much the same, but... It only works on humans as far as I know. We're in a dangerous situation with these fish people, these ichthyandrians, and although I would very much like to create a peaceful situation between their people and ours, a political situation that's beneficial to both of us, I also have ulterior motives. If I can get enough genetic samples of these creatures, I can effectively create this sort of thing to be used against them if we need to. So it's important that I continue this relationship with these people. Now, I, I, I then begin to relate to them, my, 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 my problem that I'm in. They're asking me, in order to convince them to move the submarine, they're asking me to deliver the young woman who Mr. O'Sullivan took from the brothel. And I find that ethically, I I can't do anything like that. But I have to come up with some plan in the next probably eight hours from now to uh, convince them to move that submarine because I'm afraid if the Soviets attack, well, they'll perceive it as an attack. If the if the, the Soviets and the fish people come into conflict with one another, I'm pretty sure the fish people are going to win, and it's just going to escalate and escalate and escalate. Um, I would like your advice. I... Uh, I, I don't honestly know exactly what I can do. I do know that previously uh, Abdullah Benici, the pimp, was reluctant to give that girl to the fish people. I can go to him and pretend like we don't know anything about that girl, ask him for the girl, and he won't have her. That's still. How do I convince? What what can I possibly do? I, I've I've entertained the idea of getting some other girl. Realize what we're talking about: prostitutes. And I don't think there the one human life is any less important than another. But we're not talking about killing the girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I was gonna say, in this awkward silence, um, you do hear the faint phone, uh, the ring of the phone downstairs. But I'll let, I'll let the bow finish. I,
3: I was just gonna, um, I, the word you used, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, did you say deliver?
0: The uh, ichthyandrians uh, and the humans, Uh, are apparently varieties of the same species. They are able to interbreed with our species. And they have been funneling uh, young female prostitutes uh, for whatever, well, for breeding purposes, I assume. It it sounds incredibly distasteful, but we're, we're dealing with a culture that we don't understand yet. And like I say, I'm not willing to just deliver someone in that manner, but I don't know what to do. The stakes are high. It's more than just common diplomacy, isn't it? It's, um, we,
2: we don't, we don't know how these creatures think and react. I mean, we, we, we don't know how to, um,
0: we can guess that they're, uh, they have a religion. Because they have a high priest who seems to have authority, so it's theocratic, which is is, in my opinion, one of the worst forms of government.
4: Sounds well. Sounds like you're you're, you're stuck on this, but I I will remind you that uh, I don't know if you ever heard this term, but the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And I mean it
0: it 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 it's a good principle, except you don't usually have to deliver somebody over to quite honestly, and I'll be quite candid with you, I'm willing to offer my own genetic material if that will satisfy them. It seems distasteful, but hey scientific research is scientific research and we're agents. So, if it means saving the world, I'll fuck a fish. Yeah, but
4: is that what they want? They're asking. Well, I, I haven't
0: offered that, but I, I don't see that we can actually offer them the girl. We don't have her any longer. Oh, yeah, back the... that's
4: that, that is an issue. Yeah, we don't. She, she's not with us. So,
0: so consolation. Was was the girl pretty? Was she remarkably beautiful? She wasn't say stunningly beautiful, but she was attractive, definitely. Is there anything different about her than anybody else that they might have found attractive? Just a guess. No, she was
1: fairly slender. She was slightly taller than uh, than the other girls that you see uh, that you saw at the brothel. Um, had a bit more of a figure, but nothing that really makes her stand out as though she's like a supermodel. She was just she was just an attractive lady that was a little bit more attractive than the rest of the people that were around her.
0: And I've seen their females and by comparison, I mean, our, our definition of beauty isn't necessarily their definition of beauty. It might not be beauty at all. It might be her green eyes or blue eyes or whatever, you know? Um, so I have no idea what to do, but I need to know soon I've 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 established a meeting at sunset with uh, was it at sunset was that what we were going to do yeah I believe so yeah at sunset uh, with uh, Jacob Marsh I'd hope that he'd have more clout with these creatures but apparently he's not that important in their society <laughs> he's just my in.
3: Yeah, I will. Um, I want in on this conversation, but I will stand up and run to get get the phone. Oh, okay. Because okay. I still have questions. <laughs>
0: All right. It's we'll no conversation. Uh-huh. And I, 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 I look over at uh, at Henry and I say, um, "Don't drink any more of that, <laughs> <laughs> unless you want to continue with the poking thing." You probably discover that even if you poke the desk or something, it makes your finger hurt. Great. (laughs) But 10 minutes, it
1: goes away. Thanks very much. Even sitting on some of the hard
0: hard chairs up there suddenly becomes a bit uncomfortable after a while. I was going to tie down O'Sullivan and show him, but uh, he's not here, so... I think he would like the idea of me developing stuff that we could use to torture the fish people if we needed to. i I should also mention that that goes for for poisons as well uh, i have a number of poisons that work on humans but i don't know how to calibrate them for fish people until i get some (laughs) some test subjects test subjects
1: right Uh, when robert picks up the phone um you hear a familiar voice on the end Uh, it's the same um A British-accented person that referred to himself as Pendleton. Last time you uh, talked to him, and so um, asks for Miss Volkova again.
3: Okay, hold on, please. Hmm. Run up the stairs (laughs) and cursing myself for not having rewired the phone yet. (laughs)
1: There's been a lot of other things to do.
3: Yeah, Natalia, it is for you. A Mr. Pendleton? All right.
4: So I'll, I'll head down.
1: Gotcha. And I'm sending you a message
0: with what he informs you. And I'm, I'm making these substances available to you guys if you need them for whatever you need to do. Not practical jokes on each other.
3: Well, so did you say? Did you say why you're supposed to turn this girl over?
0: The high priest wants her for breeding purposes.
3: Uh, right, but I mean, why? Like,
0: wow. it was suggested only by uh, uh, by Jacob Marsh uh, as a way to convince the high priest to move the uh, the submarine. Uh, it sounds like the uh the fish people are somewhat aggressive that i mean think of think of a a nest of hornets uh, you don't have to disturb the nest you just have to get within fifteen feet of it and they send out soldiers to attack you. Um, the submarine got too close to the colony and they destroyed it. If that ship comes there looking for the submarine the same thing's going to happen and then it's going to escalate then they'll send more ships and then they'll have World War III with the fish people that's my fear
3: well isn't it in their interest then to move the ship Like I don't understand why they would be trying to uh, play you in order to get special favor for something that really benefits them
0: It's a very good point. Hmm. I I, I got the impression only that uh, just to get to talk to the high priest, you know, Jacob Marsh didn't seem to have enough clout to Hmm. just be able to go talk to him. It does seem, it does seem like they might be playing me for some reason. Why do they want that girl? I could go and talk to uh, Abdullah uh, Benici and find out why he doesn't want to give the girl to them. Maybe their relatives. Now she's a prostitute. Well, people sell their own family into prostitution. So, so I don't
3: know if the opportunity came up before and he
0: denied it, apparently.
1: I think you. Uh, one of the lines that I dropped in while you were there and talking with him previously is that she was his highest earner. Uh, so it is purely yeah, so it's, it's purely monetary.
0: Yeah, it's purely monetary. I certainly know that if, if O'Sullivan hadn't captured her and I was a little less ethical, I could just go purchase her and turn her over. But it's, uh, I can't do something like that under any circumstances. I mean, maybe if the world was coming to an end, but I still can't. I, it's unconscionable.
3: Yeah, I think you just answered your question there.
0: But then what do I do? I guess I can offer my services. I could theoretically, I don't know. I am, I am quite stuck. I don't want to just stand back and say, well, I could have prevented World War III from coming, but you know, my ethics got in the way. As, uh, as Natalia said, uh, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. It sounds like it should be the movie.
3: So correct me if I'm wrong. Um, like, I, I understand the needs of the few. I, I understand an argument when it becomes much more immediate. Like, if you're thrown into a room and you're, you're whatever, the, a bad guy puts a gun on your hand and says, you either shoot this one person or I kill these five people. So, like, I understand that immediate decision and that immediate, but I'm not sure if I'm grasping. I mean, you're you're equating this to stopping World War three. Can can we make that much of a leap at this point? Or it's just that...
0: a guess. It's just a possibility. What what I, I'm tr- all I'm all I'm really trying to stop. I'm trying to stop the Soviets from discovering the fish people. Because I think the result will be disastrous. For who? Everybody? For all of us. Consider that the ocean is 70% of the world's surface. Consider that these things have been living down there for eons. Quite peacefully. You don't hear of wars, of them attacking our people. Um, What happens when you get them all riled up? What well when you destroy one of their colonies
2: just going going purely from rumor um they're, they're not entirely harmless are they? no I don't think so I mean um, now I'm just going on, on on the hearsay and you know one one picks up gossip and stories here and there around the world but that there, there are suggestions that the these things are um, are involved with quite dark forces i mean i don't know
0: what but one could say that about all the, uh, half the tribes in africa or south america or any other place these people might be quite primitive for all we know even if they are primitive what happens when the russians the soviets discover their existence and we know they sent a a creature that destroyed one of their submarines without much trouble at all
2: well quite so it's the soviets i'd be more worried about than the soviets
0: aren't likely though Things. What if they think that it's the, uh, the Turks or the Americans that have destroyed their ship? And we, were, we were told by well, Lef, whatever that is, <clears throat> that the biggest threat here had nothing to do with a nuclear bomb, that it had to do with something else. It could be the fish people. At this point, Natalia
1: starts heading back upstairs. Okay. So you, um, she returns to the room.
0: Hi, Natalia.
4: Yeah, just just uh, filling, filling my boss in with the uh, details of what's been going on. So,
0: can I pour you a drink?
4: No, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, rather, I'd rather
0: you not. I think the only thing that I can do is go to Abdullah Benici, pretend like I want the girl, and hopefully he will. Just, I I can at least tell Jacob that I was not able to get the girl. I will. Offer my own services, if it means possibly diverting this risk, I don't know. I don't know what to do. That's the only thing I can think of to do, to go in that direction. It may mean you may never see me again. I may end up with a whole fishy family living at the bottom of the ocean. If that's the case, I'll visit you every uh, once in a while at the beach. (laughs) I might have whiskers and I might have fins. Any objections? Any other ideas?
4: Well, I, just the, the back half of, I, I just caught the back half of your conversation, so I don't really have much to add. Well, are you are you in favor
3: of turning over quote an innocent woman to be no. tortured? No, well, I was asking Natalia.
0: Oh,
4: well, I mean, this is Jacoby's uh, score, I guess. So it's up to him. But I don't know. We still have we still have a job to do. Um, so if it was up
0: to me, I wouldn't
4: sacrifice myself.
0: But Again, well, hopefully I don't have to sacrifice anything. If I can just be... I mean, I'm just willing to... Uh, without putting too fine a point on it, have sex with these fish people if that's what they'd like as a consolation I, prize. I, I
4: consider that a uh, sacrifice. It's
0: not like you, don't how
4: they, you don't know how, how uh, dangerous it is uh, to mate with them.
0: They've got to have almost, uh, simil- almost completely similar... Biology to ours in order for us to be sexually compatible. Yeah,
4: but yes, know, but they could they're... be
2: they could be barbed internally, like, <laughs> like, the, mouth, like the mouth of a sea towel. That
4: or, <laughs> or they could eat their uh, their meat afterwards. I mean, it happens in the animal kingdom a lot.
0: Well, considering that there are quite a few adult males, uh, I don't think they eat their mate. Well, um, but. Uh, Those are risks, I think. I think they're they're, they're intelligent creatures, they're not.
2: Well, I I was gonna say that they're intelligent creatures and they've lived side by side um, or at least tangentially with human beings for all this time. That means, I mean, and, and we know that they have dealings with some human beings, so there must be some kind of way of facil- facilitating diplomatic relations with them
0: some sort of negotiation hmm. maybe uh, i don't know what will impress them maybe my of... sacrifice will will impress them. anyways i think that's going to be my course of action i hope that uh i'm going to leave behind some materials in order to have them sent back to 46 if i don't return So, what are you all going to do today?
1: <laughs> well, at the minute, it's still the middle of the night because your um, trip to the um, to the Leander to Leander's tower was in the middle of the night.
3: Well, I think my um, my first concern right now is that we left Bahiyyih the back there uh, uh, unattended and. she she was she was absolutely aware of what we did i think so i don't know if we need to check on her or get communications to her or the i think you know her better than i do henry
2: um that, which brings me to another matter um have you, have you got my orb
1: Yeah, between between you, you will have the uh, between have you all the orbs that you were able to collect.
0: Did you strand Fahiti there by doing that?
1: If you've picked up all of them, then unless you uh, unless she has any that she's stashed anywhere elsewhere, the only one that probably was a little big to move was the one that was in the alcove. But that really only helps you going to the tower, not leaving it. Yeah, as far as you're aware, she's still there, but she could obviously go by boat if she wanted to leave by mundane means.
3: Right.
1: In the middle of the night, probably not exactly the most practical solution.
3: Mm-hmm. I, th- I think my biggest fear is the old um, cut off the head of the snake sort of thing, and then someone else will rise up.
1: Yeah, I she, she was still there when you left.
4: well
2: for the record Dr Jacoby um, I don't think I approve I think it's a very rash course of action and and I think that we just simply don't know enough about these things and their motivations Um,
0: can you think of any alternative though, I can't
2: I can think of plenty of alternatives that don't involve having sex with a fish that's pretty much everything else isn't it you know the the, the, the chief among them being just not doing it would, would would be the primary thing that I can think of
0: well it's it's um, a I would I would
2: favor negotiation rather than that I mean you don't know anything about their, their culture they they could just simply view that as you making an act of of incredible submission and uh you may you may essentially become a chattel
0: that is a good, very good point
4: <laughs> and we don't know if they will release you after you're done having relations with with the uh precisely no, but-
2: you might you might spend the rest of your life down there um holding the, the, um, the, the, the figurative pocket of one of these creatures.
0: I see what you're saying.
4: But, I mean, we really don't have a choice. I mean, we don't know where the girl is.
0: I suppose that I'm thinking of extreme measures. You are probably right. Uh, certainly, they must be reasonable, at least to some extent. Um, it does seem rather mercantile doesn't it in order to talk to the higher ups I have to bring some sort of gift um, a gift of something that they aren't able to obtain themselves but uh, can, I, can I ask you Dr. Jacoby uh,
3: have you considered the fact that you might be too close to the situation I mean just as an example, we we have uh, um, Eamon, who is, uh, I mean, th- these creatures are monsters. Um, I, I know you keep trying to humanize them. You keep coming up with humanistic words to describe them, such as religion. And what religion is such a fine, I mean, Evil things have been done in the name of religion. And these creatures are attacking us, humans. Um, I don't know. I I just want to make sure that you're still Section 46 oriented and not just considering your research as being your prime motivation.
0: Well, Section 46... We need to find out everything we can about these monsters, as you put it. Um, I should point out that John Merrick was considered a monster. Uh, He just had a disease. Um, The elephant man. Right,
3: but John Merrick also did not kill people and rape people.
0: Yes, but John Merrick was also not a species. Right. Uh, Species composed of millions of individuals. Some of them are going to murder and rape. Some of our people murder and rape too. That doesn't mean you should judge them all by those few who well, murder
2: and yes. rape. You, you say that, but from the, the the scant information that I have about these things, which is which is as I say mainly rumours, but the rumour is now I did I don't know it changes depending on who you talk to, but the the rumour is that either the the army, or the marines, or the FBI, or someone was responsible for essentially wiping out a, a town somewhere on the east coast of America.
0: Yes, Innsmouth.
2: Yes, because of these things and their activities.
0: From the best best and sources that I can find, and
2: they did, apparently they they. They destroyed an entire settlement of these things. Now, that's not just one or two individuals, is it? That's a, that, that indicates a, a, a cultural issue. Um, but, but these things just don't regard us as...
0: It's, they, it's interesting that you state that because you'll notice that it's our people, the humans that went in and wiped out their colony it's uh always humans that go into less developed areas and wipe out a culture uh because they're more primitive or they're different or or whatever uh, Well I, I I don't, know, for a moment
2: for for a start I don't accept the idea that that these these things are are primitive
0: Well, I'm just saying that how many records have you ever run across wherein the fish people attacked the land dwellers? I I can think of none, except in small skirmishes here and there, probably because they were being invaded by us. If they live in the ocean and cover 70% of the entire planet, where are the wars between our peoples? But the humans have moved into other countries and devastated populations and everything else. I don't see the fish people doing that to us. So I think it's a matter of scale in this case. I'm just saying we you said it's correct. We don't know anything about them. For all we know their religion forbids them to to go on land and that's what's kept us all safe. Who knows? But, but you met one that had. Well, maybe they have. It was also a, a somebody involved with a criminal activity. Which, in every religion, there's people that break the the rules. So, I don't know. This is all just guessing. And as far as as far as Section Forty Six, this is precisely what we're supposed to be doing: finding out information. As I say, my real purpose here is to find out what their physiology is. My, I, I want to know how, what makes them tick so that we can deal with that if we need to. Because I'm on the side of the humans.
1: At that point, again there's a small lull, can Jacoby and Postgate please give me PAL rolls?
0: Oh, 05.
2: 26, which I believe is a pass. I'm
0: apparently riding my eye horse. <laughs> ah.
2: Yes, that's a hug.
1: Okay, I will send you a quick message to both of you. There you go. Oh, the next question, then after you've read that is how do
0: you react? Is there a direction? Somewhere north? You, you, you see both of us look in the same direction, I guess. Did, did, did you hear that? I thought I heard something.
2: Something in the distance.
3: Yeah,
1: for Le and Natalia, there's a little bit of background noise of the town of the of the city. So you hear the occasional um, sound of an engine, uh, maybe a cat getting into a fight a couple, uh, maybe a few houses down, but nothing that strikes you as being out of the ordinary.
0: I try to concentrate to see if I can hear something again. No, it
1: seems to have stopped. It was just that one. Very,
0: very distinctive sounding voice, though. I would say, did you say H? Yes. Sounded like H. Uh, I think she said, Tell me. Smell me. Oh, tell me. That makes much more sense.
2: Tell, tell me. She, she said, Chelsea. Mm-hmm.
0: Where is, where is O'Sullivan?
1: Well, he's, at, he's at the consulate which is in that northerly direction because it is further up the
0: Bosphorus. Oh Christ. Should we go check on him? Should we go find him? Could he be in danger? She does talk to him more than anybody else doesn't she?
1: he's the one that's been mentioning her more than anyone else, so it makes sense that it would be him that she would latch on to.
3: Didn't she offer him a deal, too, of some sort?
0: Yeah, a minute of his life, or time, or... She would tell him what was really going on.
3: What, um, what, are, what did you guys hear? What's leading you to...
0: We heard the voice... It said, "Tell me rather distinctly." Yes, but not directed at us.
2: No, it was like a, 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 a an echo, like a very distant,
0: like the sound of interrogation.
2: It was difficult. Does it describe? It was like it was just on the very periphery of my conscious perception, uh,
0: like an echo.
2: Mm-hmm. Kind of, it's kind of like an an echo, and kind of like a like a memory of something that I was hearing right then.
0: Is there a way we can get a hold of uh, of Eamon on the phone? You think we could call over there?
1: You could definitely call the consulate. Uh, whether it would get through directly to him, you'd probably have to go through maybe one of the late night staff there.
0: Well, we'd want to get to the medical or the, uh, yeah, medical area.
1: Yeah, or at least somewhere they've got, um, like an infirmary would be the best bet where he is. Okay.
0: Uh, outside the game for a moment. Should we pursue this now or should we pursue this next week? Bear in mind, it's the middle of the night. He's He is probably asleep. Well, no, I mean because he's not here. I mean... Um, Outside the game. He's not mm-hmm. here. <laughs> Don't worry, I, won't, I won't
1: do anything that's going to mean, uh, mean that he loses out.
0: Okay. Well, I think we should try to... See. It is the middle of the night. He's asleep. We could. He could be being contacted in his dreams. Oh, what to do? Should we all go to sleep and see if we can get in there you're also talkative very, well i'm very i'm
2: still particularly um suspicious of this whole uh, dream thing it um it puts us in a very weak position whenever we, we do this it's um the ball's very much in her court it's it's her territory it's mm-hmm. uh She's
0: trapped us there once.
4: Well, do we... Well, I don't know. You were you able to form weapons in that, that world. Do we have complete control or, of whether or not if we do go to sleep, we'll end up there?
0: I don't know. It's all just the best guess. Is that dangerous? Yes, it's dangerous. Is that what we are become agents for was the danger?
4: Well yeah. It's not that I'm worried about danger, I'm just wondering if we can actually do it. Well
0: if
4: we're gonna be successful.
0: Who wants to try? We gotta to go to bed anyway, it's late.
3: Well, yeah. Well wait a minute, can I just add, I mean if 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 someone's in trouble and it's in reference to him dreaming with H. Shouldn't we physically go there and try to wake him? We'll either either call first and then go, or like if we enter the dream world with where she's in complete control, I, I don't know. That sounds...
0: Well, the best, best bet then would be to call the consulate and tell them to go wake him up.
3: Yeah, that's what I was... Um, I mean, if you still want to pursue the dream here, maybe the rest of us could go check. Or, but to me, that seems incredibly dangerous because you're, it's her—it's her territory. You're, you're entering under her terms.
0: You know, you're causing me to think that uh, that Henry may be right. Maybe I, or maybe you're right. Maybe I'm too close to this. Maybe I've become too eager to experience things. I've spoken with Daleth. I've spoken with the fish people.
3: I'm, I'm glad you're saying this out loud. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll just say that in your little um, demonstration earlier tonight, when you took out a book and started reading a spell, you were this close to being shot. So I know it careful. Uh, and
0: I wanted to just, show you not just not to by him, not to believe in magic. It's nonsense. Well,
2: you did, and you did that by drugging me.
0: Yeah, just a compound. By the way, the magic words that I used were the name, the scientific name for the bullet ant from South America, which is a component in my, uh, in my, uh,
2: I'll just, I'll just ask you one question, mm-hmm. Dr. Jacoby. Just one question. Yes, sir. Do you think? that drugging a CIA agent against his will is a good idea? Because that could have ended very, very badly
0: for you. I took a risk. I think that we, at least in some measure, trust one another. Do you think uh, that a CIA agent should so easily be drugged?
3: Okay, let's go rescue Summerton. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll, we'll,
2: just, we'll just leave your gaslighting for now and we'll go and uh, we'll, we'll deal with uh, the issue with Eamon, shall we?
0: For what it's worth, Henry, I apologize. <laughs> Thank
2: you.
1: That is one thing that uh, LaVeo does uh, at least maybe bring your attention to. Not only is Summerton gone, um, but also Combs has now been gone for
0: quite a while as well. Yeah, were they called off to some other mission? Well, you know that um, Somerton definitely received
1: a phone call and then dropped everything and left. That would imp- that could imply that, or something else. But it is more likely seems to um, seem to go down that angle. Combs, the last you know of him is that he went off to. Um, he said that he had to go and do something. But he didn't receive any contact
0: from that. He just dropped um, dropped everything and left. Which... Um, he'd done that a couple times during the mission. He disappeared and and
3: uh, everyone has.
0: I don't know. In in this case, all we've ever been able to do is speculate about what's going on um, until we have some evidence that they are somewhere else or hmm. dead. Then we just go on with what we're doing, I suppose. Yeah.
1: The, the, only, the only lead regarding both of them that, or regarding at least one of them, you would have is Burt Ghazi. Um, because Nerton, well, he said that he had, this um, is Combs, had at least worked with her before. And you know that he went to spend the night over at her room at the Park Hotel.
0: That's true. Well, we can investigate that later. Um.
1: Not the Park Hotel, my bad, the Pera Palace. It's um, the French guy, uh, the Brotherhood of the Yellow Sign, who's over at the Park Hotel. Right.
0: Um, So uh, is that what we want to do? Do we want to uh, try to go wake up um, O'Sullivan, or do we want to just call over there and tell them to wake up O'Sullivan?
3: Well... My advice or my suggestion is we call first, see if that can get us an immediate reaction to at least wake him up. Okay. And then we should probably still go over there anyway, because if something did happen, we need to talk to him and find out what.
0: All right. Uh, I, I'm for that.
1: It's definitely a quicker way of doing it as well, rather than spending all that time driving up to the consulate.
0: Well, he wants to drive there too mm-hmm. afterwards, but let's, let's find out. Maybe he'll just be like, no, guys, I'm, I'm fine.
3: Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, let's call him. Okay. I'll tell you, you had the phone last. Oh, they're attached to the walls in this world. Uh. <laughs> Still. With the long cords. <laughs> right, so who wants to
1: make the call? I will. <laughs> okay, so the bowhead's downstairs. You're getting really good exercise going up and down the up and down these stairs all the time.
3: I will definitely rewire this tomorrow. Look at those calves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you dial through to the
1: consulate because you've got the numbers um, to get through to there. Um, you're re, uh, you're redirected. It does take a good minute or so before someone picks up on the front desk um, because effectively it's the night um, the night security watch that's on. Um, they, um, so you asked to go through to the infirmary, they then reroute you there. It's picked up by the night nurse. Um, she um, she picks it up somewhat, it's a bit of a yawn. Um, yeah, um, hello. No. this is the infirmary, how can, how can I help?
3: Yes, hello, my name's uh, Robert LeBeau. Uh, we were in earlier tonight, we brought in one of our business partners. Uh,
1: Oh, yeah yeah, 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 in fact, the only person we've got on the ward at the minute, so, yeah, it um, couldn't be anyone
3: else. I know this is going to sound strange, but somebody uh, received a message that thinks that he may be in danger, so under uh, the essence of speed, I wanted to just call first and find out that, is he there, is he okay, is he awake?
1: Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just check. Um, give me two seconds.
3: Okay.
1: Um, you hear a receiver being put on a side and then footsteps walking away into the distance. Um, sounds of maybe a door opening. And then the door shutting again. More steps coming back. Handsets picked up. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's out cold at the moment. He's uh, fast asleep.
3: Again, this might sound strange, but could you attempt to wake him?
0: hey! Um, okay. uh, for, for what reason? Tell him you have a message for him.
3: Is he in a condition that he can come to the phone? Or can the phone be taken to him? It's it won't
1: stretch that far. I would have to physically get him up and bring him out here. I mean, he's, as far as I'm aware, he isn't physically injured, so he should be able to to come over.
3: Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe that might be best is to just wake him and uh, ask him to come to the phone so I could give him a message.
1: Okay. Um. You could, you know, again, give me a, give me a moment. Mm-hmm. Same process. Say feet walk away. Door opens. Um. You hear a. Of a bit of a groan and a mutter, and two um, male and female voice in the distance, and then finally two sets of footprints—well, footsteps rather—you um, hear coming towards the phone, and then what sounds like O'Sullivan's voice on the other end, somewhat groggily, um, as he would be from being woken up in the middle of the night. Um, yeah, O'Sullivan, are you okay? I was until I was woken up. I was. Uh, uh, my head hurts.
3: Uh, we uh, we're under the impression you may have had a run-in with H.
1: Oh um, he. not going kind of panics, and I'm not going to even attempt to do his uh his Irish accent. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just hear him sort of yell,
2: "Bottom dolphin, bottom
1: dolphin!" Uh, down the uh, down the phone at you a couple of times. I, I yeah, you no, know, no. As far as uh, it looks, all it looks all normal. I think, yeah. Okay.
3: All right. So you're okay. You're you're. Um, I think so. Um. Did you did you, I, you make the
1: deal? No, 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 no. No, no I've not. No, I've not gone through with anything. I, I am just so tired.
3: Okay. All right. Well, I'll let you get back to sleep then. Rest up, and hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. Sure. Sure. I'll see. See you in the in the morning. And uh, uh, could, could I speak to the nurse then before you hang up?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, you hear a kind sort of muffled wants to speak to you, and hands the receiver over. And um, nurse uh, comes back. Uh, actually, yes.
3: Just wanted to thank you for that. I, I know that was a little strange, uh, but. Uh, we communicated the message to him okay, um, but I would just ask, I, I know you're doing your job to the best that you can, but just could you keep an eye on him for me personally tonight as he sleeps?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm on till, till morning, so I can definitely do that. Um, should I be worried about anyone turning up asking about a dolphin?
3: <laughs> I don't think so. That's what I'm hoping this all might be a little mental shift he certainly seems to have uh yeah
1: in the uh, the psychiatrist has been with him for some of the night
3: yeah
1: that, that will certainly um be the right word to use
3: okay
1: okay but yeah I'll, I'll keep a keep an eye on him if the um do i need to call a particular number or ask for anyone to let you do, to pass on any
3: info or yeah, that's a good idea. Can I give you my direct number here, just in case?
1: Yeah, sure. You hear her scribbling as you give the number over, so you yep. write it
3: down on the pad. Yep. Yeah, I appreciate your your efforts.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, no, no, no problem at all. If I if I hear anything, i If I see anything or anything turns up, I'll let you
0: know.
3: Yes. Thank you very much. Hi, right. Good night. Good night. And everything, uh, was,
0: everything was okay. What else is to the north of us? Postgate? Kate. Natalia. Good question. Colada um, Tower, is that to the north of us? It is more... Let me get my map just for reference.
1: I think it's actually south of where you are. Uh,
2: what about the tower that uh, you visited last night?
0: Um, that's out in the middle of uh, the, uh, that's in the, in the water. So that's going to be to the, west east of us? Yeah. Uh, it's,
1: yeah, it's actually slightly more southeast, southeast for the, um, for Leander's Tower. Yeah. Um, to the, to the direct north from you, there's not really that much. Um, you're heading to look out towards. Uh, Sariash, uh, Bebeth, there's, and then going way further north from that, you've got the likes of the uh, the Romani Kavegi brothel.
0: Hmm. Maybe it's nothing, maybe it's oh, should I go to the brothel tonight? Speak is when they have their core working hours, speak with Abdullah Beninci. No, I think that I'll just tell Jacob that I can't do that, that uh, I'm trying to save their people. Like you say, diplomacy might be the thing to do, but I can't offer them a human present. Um, It's like something you do with a headhunter tribe, huh? What else do they value? They like gold, apparently, but uh, where am I going to get gold? (laughs) The Grand Bazaar would be a good place. What's that? The Grand Bazaar would be the best place.
1: It's got more jewelry stands uh, than you can shake a stick at.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not made out of money, so uh, I'm, I'm too tired to think. So do you still want to go to the hospital, or? Or the consulate?
3: No, I talked to him. He seemed okay. I mean, he seemed a little ahead of it, but uh, as far as I could tell, he was fine.
0: Well, consider it a possible warning that we might end up in the dreamlands tonight. Um, Then again, Henry, it could just be that you and I have sharp ears and we heard some lady screaming at some guy.
3: It's always fun. And then there's also the possibility that she was speaking directly to you both.
0: Well, it didn't seem like that, though. It seemed far off. Besides, she just said, tell me. What does she want to know? Or Chelsea? Or, uh, or smell me. I don't want to smell her. What's yellow smell like? I don't know. Mustard? No. All right. I'm rambling. I'm really tired. I got to go to bed. So. All
1: right, so- Jacoby heads off. Uh,
2: what are the other th- three of you doing? I'm going to go and drink
4: a bottle of whiskey and go to bed.
0: <laughs>
4: I'm going to head, head off to bed as well. Gotcha.
3: And the LeBeau? Yeah, I, I was just going to... Um, maybe whoever was last, maybe Natalia. I'm not sure... Where are we at now as far as what, what's our next move? Or are we just going to?
4: Well, I, I, I believe our next move is to let Jacoby try his, uh, his plan out. And uh, we continue to investigate, I guess, the, um, I guess, I don't know. Um, but then again, I'm tired. So, okay, you're, you're 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 asking me, you know, at the end of my rope, you know, specifically after what we've been through tonight. Right. Right. Um, Fresh heads will prevail.
0: Well, I'm I'm not actually there, but consider that we've eliminated Ekmechi. Yeah. So now you're going to have the cult of the skin, which is uh, uh, what's his face. Majash. And you've got Are we
4: are we're, what's the general consensus to keep them around and play them off of each other or are we gonna try to take him out next?
0: You've got Majash and you've got the guy, the French guy. Both of them wanted Ekmechi. So you might be able to do some manipulation mm. what. We got to worry, wonder whether uh, Igul and her people are actually some sort of threat. Okay. Anyway, remember that 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 uh, Miriam said that. Daela said that we're the most likely people to kill her. Why would it say that if they're completely harmless, innocent?
3: Yeah, I'm starting to not trust this whole Daela thing at all.
2: Yeah. I, I don't think anyone in anyone we've encountered is, is, is trustworthy or innocent
0: no except maybe the the pimp because he just cares about money that's the easiest thing to deal with it just does money.
2: doesn't pay to trust anyone in this game no it's all difficult right. to trust yourself sometimes
0: all right I don't want to go to the dreamlands but whatever oh you're uh, you meeting. Yeah,
1: uh, Jacoby's out then, and then sounds like Postgate. you're going to be up for a little bit while you're working your way through a particular bottle. Yep. Um, Lebo, you're heading heading straight to bed, or you up for a bit, or how do you want to play it?
3: I, I think I'm just going to go to bed, but I'm sort of afraid to confront H, so I know sleep's inevitable, but I'm going to try to fight it.
1: Okay, so you are... Um, I'm probably up for a little bit while you're while you're trying to do that, but that's not gonna to be too long.
3: Yeah.
4: And Natalia? Yep, I'm going going to bed. I'm not trying to fight uh sleep, so
1: Okay. Uh the only one then that's probably gonna be around long enough, because I think drinking a whole bottle of whiskey, I mean I've got through two thirds of a bottle in three minutes before and it really messed me up. Um, I imagine that it's going to be um, a bit longer for postgate.
2: It takes about
1: 45 things. minutes, yeah. Okay, so if you, if you take that long, then it's, um, you, you can give me a roll. Um, it's going to be with a penalty die though, I'm going to say, for being a bit inebriated after getting through that much.
2: That's, that's the idea. <laughs> that's a 65. That's a seventy-three. So it'll
1: be a seventy-three. Okay. What's your listening skill?
2: Uh, Forty. Okay. Now you are
1: quite happily undisturbed when you uh, when you head to sleep, and it probably takes a little bit more than the morning minarets to wake um, to wake you up. Um, you do indeed wait about eight or nine in the morning between you. After an uneventful
3: night's sleep.
1: Much to your uh, much to your surprise.
3: Mm. Good. I was worried about that.
2: I needed that. Mm-hmm.
4: Alright,
1: so you are up and about in the morning, up presume there's normal breakfast, showering, etc. Where do you want to what do you want to do now?
0: Um, my only thought at this point is to write out a formal letter to the high priest of the Ichthyandrians and give it to Jacob in order for him to deliver it. Maybe that'll work, but maybe they don't, I don't even know if they, it's going to be underwater. It's not going to work. Um, I use permanent ink. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm musing at the moment. That's, that's not what I do. I have breakfast. Maybe I can approach it from another angle. What do you guys think? Talk to the Russians. Talk to the Soviets. Get them to not look for the... Is there a way we can convince them not to go down there?
3: Well, how do we even know they're doing that?
0: I thought that that, that's what we were told. By who? How do we know that? Um, I believe you got it from
1: the result of LeBeau's um, convincing uh, Leighton to have the boat intercepted um, in the Med, and that they'd been on board and had a word, uh, that the CIA forces had been on board and had a word with a task reporter there um that was the, who then filled you in on the, the plan that yeah they're collecting a SUV in Istanbul and then we're gonna take it to the crash site and be able to dive on it there.
3: Right, okay. I remember that.
0: Hmm. We got about three days before that happens. Though the 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 ship will be here tomorrow. Today. Today And we can't sabotage the ship because that it'll just anything we do to that ship is just going to cause more Soviet response.
3: Well, I have something I would like to do today, but unless you guys have something more important to do, I would gladly go about that. But I want to do two things this morning one is to rewire the phone to go upstairs, uh-huh. and two is to Start. It's we've been here for quite some time now, and the fact that if this place is bugged, which we which we already know, the fact that they have not heard us talking at all, they probably know that we know that there are bugs. So I would like to try to investigate if I can figure anything out about these bugs. You know, who made them, where they came from, where do they lead, uh, anything like that.
1: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Right. So um,
3: make sure
0: we're not bugged upstairs now.
1: Yes.
3: Right.
1: right. Doing the telephone, that's mundane. That's not going to take uh, too long. It's basically just stretching the wire up there or getting another, a wire to get it up there, making sure the power runs properly and so on. That, that's mundane. I'm not going to put that down to any kind of role. Uh, for looking about the bugs, uh, you know where they are. Cause you discovered you discovered them way back uh-huh. um, I don't know whether it was episode two or three that um, you found them so they've they've been kind of tucked away at the back of your mind for a while yeah uh, they are hidden anywhere where there is a power outlet so for instance within um, the lampshades um, hanging down from the ceiling uh, behind the plug sockets in the walls um, places where they can have their own power, so um, they can hook up to the power supply so they don't have to have batteries that then mean they have a finite lifespan. As long as there's power, they will keep running. Um, they have a very small transmitter with them. So there's no in, um, local recording device. These, these are broadcasting to another location. Hmm. Um, bear in mind that there are quite a number of them and they are fairly small, they can't be transmitting very far. So, you can give me a signals roll, um, or if you haven't got signals or trade craft, if
3: that's higher. Signals is not alpha. There it is. Yes, I'm going to have to try to rely on trade craft then.
1: Okay. Um, if trade craft is your substitute, I would potentially also go for either electrical repair or electronics, because they're good substitute
3: skills in this, in this season. Mm. Tradecraft's higher by a little bit. 35 electrical. Um, okay. So tra- tradecraft is okay, or do you want me to do electrical? Yeah, no,
1: but in any of those range of skills. Okay, gotcha.
3: Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. if I mean? Specific, I wanna, yeah, maybe, I think specifically, if I could figure out a direction, I don't know if that's possible, but Mm -hmm. hey, all right, 26, pass.
1: Yeah, that's not all. This involves you going out, uh, maybe outside, and then trying to do a bit of triangulation, trying to work out where signal strength is stronger, because they do seem to be pointed in a particular direction. When uh, when you find these things, they are fairly directional transmitters. They're not broadcasting openly out in 360 degrees. Um, You seem to think that they're probably going no further than a couple of blocks, and by maybe half or so, uh, maybe half an hour or so, uh, you think you've narrowed it down to one of. Two or three other apartment blocks on another road, on the two roads across, where you think that this could be the prime spot to try and pick up the signal from.
3: Mm-hmm. That makes sense because then they could just power everything up there and, and just there would be no no time and no suspicion. Mm-hmm. Just just to make sure, there's no uh, there's no white van sitting out that's like baby diaper delivery or anything like that. I'd give me a luck roll. <laughs>
1: No. Oh wait, let me check. Uh,
3: no, no, that's right. I spent my luck.
1: Um, You do hear the sound of a van pulling away. Mm. Um, you can give me a spot hidden roll to see if you can catch anything on it as it's leaving, but it is definitely that it's not here when you get there.
3: That is a barely a pass. Okay. Um, you do catch
1: the side of the van as it turns around the corner and starts heading north. Um, you think it said Saran Letting on the
3: side of it. Which if memory serves, is the same name that was on the back of our doors for in case of emergency contact.
2: Exactly yeah. that. Yep. And we okay. encountered it somewhere else as
1: well, didn't we? Um, your friend, uh, the prostitute, Arap, um, looked at the card a little bit, as if she recognised it. She had, she definitely saw the and um, the business card on the back of the door, and could have, was a bit surprised to see it there.
3: Is that a Turkish word? I'm assuming. Uh,
1: it's um, Seran's a normal. Um, it's a surname, so it's okay. like Joe's letting. Okay.
3: Yeah,
1: it's, it's a it's a pronoun. otherwise say you've got it pinned down to three potential
3: houses was there was there a connection between Saran letting and Majesh I don't think
1: he mentioned it no I think I think he may he if you ask if you may have asked him previously about it he would say probably he's heard of them. Okay. They are are a particularly big company, but I don't think I've given you any info
3: about them via him. Okay. I just—I was in our last meeting at the uh, the apartment complex with the French guy. Uh huh. Just had a memory. Okay, probably not. Wonder how we can find out more about this letting place. And letting basically is like uh, leasing. Is that?
1: Yes, property letting, so it's that they own a large portfolio of properties and they will then rent them out to people, well in this case the CIA have rented the apartment block from them.
3: Yes, so we should tell them that. <laughs> All right, that's my uh, morning activities.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So that would actually mean that the CIA, well, that that the letting company knows that the CIA are renting these apartments. Yeah?
1: Depends on that. They, they don't necessarily have been so obvious as to put, um, here's a check from the CIA to Sarah and Letting. I see. Uh, it would have been done through the consulate. So as far as they're concerned, it will be done via consulate routes rather than by the cia but they In know the
0: stuff. place is bugged they know something It that's <laughs> what you've said if you can think about
1: um, any if you've let loose any particularly juicy info inside the building which i think to be fair to you guys when you've realized the place was bugged very early on you did all that kind of conversations outside or upstairs
0: We probably made up nonsensical conversations to have inside the building, too. Uh, The only weird thing that I think they would have picked up is people
1: screaming bottlenose dolphin in the middle of the night when they've woken up. (laughs) So somewhere, if there is someone listening at the end of that bug, they're going to scratch in
0: their head, kind of go, what the fuck does that
3: mean?
0: (laughs) Quick. Look up bottlenose dolphin. (laughs)
3: Matthew, is it possible... Be, uh, the, the way the bugs were manufactured or made, is it possible I would know, like does it seem obvious that this is Russian technology or is it even CIA technology? Gotcha.
1: Uh, that, uh, that, if I remember right, you got a very good role when you, uh, think you got an extreme when you actually found them in the first instance. Um, if you go back and have a look at them now, So, you've had time to process. I'm not going to make you make another roll. You're fairly sure they're Soviet.
3: Wow, okay. Or is that just the sneaky CIA making them look like they're Soviet? Gotcha. (laughs) There
1: is that, I think, that line from Armageddon say, Russian parts, American parts, all made in Taiwan.
3: Well, what about the rest of you? Should we finally just go about and destroy all these things?
0: The, the bugs, yeah, just drop oh, them. No, I think that would that would cause them to just come over here and rebug the place and do a better job next time or I think that, 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 that lets on that we know that, that we're bugged.
3: But don't, don't you think they know that we know at this point because we've never had any conversation.
4: Oh, uh, if we start changing things up.
0: Then we'll know for st- sure.
4: hmm Okay.
0: Um, it's just good that we know. So. Right. You didn't like tap on any of them, did you? <laughs> <laughs> you no,
3: <know,
4: you> no. Know.
0: <laughs> testing, testing.
4: <laughs> the hills are alive. <laughs> I think that we should start having fun with it. I'm sorry. You think what? I'm sorry. We should have fun with it now. Now that you know they're listening in, we should just say some random crazy stuff. oh you
3: know? well, yeah. I mean, that's that's a good point. Though we might be able to use this to
4: our advantage we to manipulate can. them. Yeah, or even if we are, we can come up with something um, totally false and put a off of our trail. What are what are we doing with Vladimir?
3: Or I mean, uh, Kazuko. No, Vladimir.
0: Um, well, we know that he's a liar. Um, our original our original idea with him was that we were going to have him extracted if he was valuable, but I don't see any value in him at this point. That's where I remember that you said you've
1: come out of where you've heard the name before, of uh, the number before as well. Uh, the number for Sarah and Letting was the number that he gave you to contact uh, to contact him via.
3: Yes, I do remember that. Um,
0: uh, no, the problem is, I, I was just thinking about something you just said a moment ago. The problem with manipulating the Soviets with the uh, the listening devices is the second we start fl- playing around with that idea then they'll know that we know they're there because we've been so careful not to do anything they can infer that we are CIA agents and at this point everybody thinks that we are just uh, here brokering some sort of a deal east and west Um, so yeah we have to keep that we have to keep up that um I am still wondering if I should go and speak with, um, Abdullah Benici, uh, at least to say that I asked. No, no, no. So I, uh, I'm just going to say to to Jacob, look, I'm trying to help your people. There's nothing I can do. I can't hand you over a person. And, uh, And if they don't move their thing, well, then at least I tried. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've got until sundown to wait um, for when you deliver that message to them. Is there anything else I can do?
4: Hmm.
0: Well, I'd go to the bazaar and price gold. (laughs) There are
1: lots and lots of jewelry stands there, jewelry stores there. So that is, uh, depends how long you want, how many you want to bounce between. But you can get the average price of gold. In fact, I think I made a note of this in
3: regards to when you get the uh, piece on the plane. We're also CIA. I mean, CIA is known for just throwing about lots of uh, money when, it, when they need to.
0: Well, I would have to convince the CIA. Now, see, this stuff is more age, is more 46 stuff. Than it is CIA in this case. Um, as far as they, they're concerned, we're working on this Va- Vladim uh, Kos- Kosakov problem. Um, but there's something that just occurred to me. Have any of us bothered to contact N? We are in we are Agent 46. I mean, we are uh, Section 46.
1: I think I have had a couple of uh, private messages or emails along the way to say I'm telling N this or I'm making a report about this, but it has been as individuals,
0: not as a group. I see. Um, Perhaps N expects us to solve these problems on our own. You're given a good degree of autonomy when you do these kind of things. It's not very impressive if we keep calling calling the daddy and saying, "Hey, what should we do?" <laughs> um, now, uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at gold I, and i'm 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 shooting for as close to twenty four karat as possible, uh-huh. though it's probably all all alloyed down in the bazaar.
1: yeah some some of it is some of it isn't it depends on what type of jewelry you're looking for. If you're looking for larger pieces, then yeah, they're going to be gold plated and ours. Yeah. But if you're looking for rings, earrings, or anything that's along those kind of lines, then you're going to find more likely that they're going to be solid. Um, to put it in context, it's about $160 an ounce throughout most of the 70s.
0: I know there was a, there was a moment there when it jumped up to like $360. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it fluctuates all the time, but that's the,
0: uh, the middle average price yeah. there. If I see a few things that I can afford, um, however, uh, probably most of it's going to be about 18 karat. Uh, 24 karat's far too soft to actually wear as jewelry. Um, I, I'll, I'll buy a few things. I don't know why, and maybe maybe it's going to be some sort of a cheap ass. I, I, are these these people are? Buy them with a few beads and a few trinkets. It's, it's insulting. But, uh,
1: Give me a luck
0: roll as you're heading round. All right. Uh, this one landed sideways. I'm going to do it again. Uh, 43, which is... Uh, no. Holy crap. My my luck's down to 37.
4: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, you have a look round some stalls. Um, it seems like there's, particularly where you're looking at little pieces of um, proper gold crafted um, trinkets, but there's just where they've got display cases. There's lots of empty slots where stuff should be. It seems like there's been a bit of a run on them. Hmm. But you've got mundane things like rings, earrings, and so on, and uh, necklaces that you can easily
0: find. Do I see anything? Um, I'm going to ask one of the the shopkeepers, and I'm saying I'm looking for a piece that's a little more unusual, uh, something uh, something solid um, with various, you know arabesque, more of a trinket for a friend, not, ah. not so much jewelry or, or or rings or things like that. I mean, it has plenty of those things. So.
3: Um,
1: we have had um, some odd trinkets um, come in, but there's, as soon as they come in, they 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 gone within within a day or two at most. There seems to be a quite quite a demand for such things at the moment
0: where where how are they coming in where from where from what source
1: oh well have the seller kind of pops himself up and straightens his shirt um that that would be the revealing our um, suppliers that would be uh, cutting out the uh <laughs> cutting us out of the equation there. Um,
0: well i'm'm i I'm, I'm not trying to put you out of business i'm a biologist i have no real interest it's uh, it's oh. just I was hoping to find something unusual, do you know of a place where I can find something uh oh, well we like I say we we do get things come in there's
1: there's a couple of men who come by and provide us pri- as private sellers they they supply us i see um but we've had say a um a young lady who's come by and has brought most of the um pieces pretty much as soon as they come in um She does ask us to put some uh, anything that uh, fits certain Criteria away under the table for her. Um, I'm sure we could potentially arrange um, arrange for something for yourself. Um, do you have you were...
0: Do you have anything under the table now that uh, you would be delivering to her? Uh, give me another luck prop. All right, and I'll I'll maybe pull out a little bit of money. <laughs> uh, oh nine. So I that one. Okay. Um, in which
1: case, uh, yeah, yeah, she she hasn't been by for um, for a day or so. Um, I can show you one of the pieces. I mean, it is reserved, so I can't sell it uh, sell it to you, but I can put aside other such things that come by of this nature.
0: I see.
1: And he reaches under uh, under the cabinet, pulls up um, a strong box, um, un- padlock. He unlocks, opens it up. There's a row of trays inside, and inside there is a small it almost looks like a fish head in profile but again with the same kind of craftsmanship and the same kind of lines and curves that that scroll around its back that imply the same type of craftsmanship as the little thumb uh, thumb size gold statuette that you had right at the start
0: my god it's beautiful
1: Yes, yes, a lo- local craftsman, I'm, um, I'm told, um, sells them for, uh, obviously, the, the two individuals that uh, sell them to uh, myself, uh, primarily. He kind of grumbles under his breath, but I hear they sort of sell them to a few other, other less, uh, less reputable stands in the, baza- in the bazaar.
0: How much does something like that go for?
1: Oh, um, he kind of looks you up and down and says, uh, you, you, you're not from around here, you're, you're from America?
0: Oh, originally, yes, but I've been living here for five years.
1: Oh, yeah, I, 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 I can take dollars as well as as, as lira. That's 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 the only one I ask. Okay, um, I'm uh, I'm charging currently two hundred and fifty dollars an ounce. So way in excess. Yeah,
0: that's 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 rather steep. How much? How much is that piece there?
1: Oh, for the for the level of craftsmanship, yes, but say raw raw material, obviously, yeah, much 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 cheaper. But for the for the exquisite nature, you said yourself, this this is a beautiful
0: piece. So, hmm. um, I'm, on this. I'm I'm sorry. How much did you say gold was worth at this point?
1: about 160 an ounce. 160.
0: All right. I'm going to say, hmm. I say, unfortunately, I've only got 200. Um, oh well. Thank you very much. Goodbye.
1: No problem. Um, you can hear him put it back in the um, in the box and then lock it up and put it underneath. What kind of a
0: negotiator is this? I expected no, him to be chasing me down the street. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you, you
1: reckon, given the weight, that it's about probably three ounces. That's oh. about $750. Um, $750. Oh. So, yeah, haggling at $200 in a box. Oh.
0: <laughs> I, I thought he said 250 or that was just for the gold. Oh. That was just, that's for...
1: For yeah, for the uh, per ounce. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, someone is paying a lot of money for stuff like this.
0: I turn around and I say, "Is it possible for you to contact me if you get another piece like that? I'd be very interested." Sure, yeah, they, they they'll be more than two hundred given the, the That's normal. That's fine. I'll have more money the next time.
1: Ah, you can, you can see he definitely perks up a bit more at the prospect of more money. I didn't
0: expect to spend that much today. Ah. Oh yes, yes. To say we, we we do deal in some expensive pieces, but I like the I like the fish motif. Anything yeah. like that would be perfect. Yeah, certainly. Um, he'll
1: take a number off you, um, either your office or the apartment, wherever you want to have him leave. Well, I,
0: I probably have a card for my uh, my office. Um, okay. but what I'm also going to do is, having had this success, and considering the bazaar. I'm going to start asking around as well to other uh, vendors to see if I get any other nibbles
1: mm-hmm. like this. Okay. Um, I will ask for a Persuade roll then. Okay. Just getting them to part with info.
0: My Persuade is, where's my Persuade? 80.
1: I got a 22. Okay, so well under half.
4: Okay. Yeah.
1: They, which you ask a couple of different people, and also like adjoining stands to um, certain businesses. And after, this probably takes you most of the rest of the morning. They always describe two men turning up with um, with the gold, but not at the same time. Uh, they seem to come at different points. They're never together when they um, when they arrive. Okay. One of them you're fairly sure is Benici, uh, Benici. The other one, considering you've met him now, is Tariq Albaith, the, um, the um the fisherman.
0: Ah. Uh, do any of these people have a piece they're willing to sell? Uh, not with your
1: failed luck roll at the beginning. That's one of those. Right. Say, no, that, right. was, that was to see if there was anything that was All left right. out. But, um, well, I know they're here. With your. With, the, with it being a half, you also get the identity of the woman who's been moving around, that's been going around, trying basically hoovering these all up.
0: Vahedi. Vahedi.
1: Because you might remember from the conversation at the, um, at Lola's mansion, that she had been given permission to make the golden pyramid, saying if the fish, uh, if the fish people want it, they can have it. It looks like this is where she's getting her materials.
0: Good. All right. And she is a craftsman, obviously she crafted the silver key yeah um, thank you
1: in fact actually you probably get a bit um as the last bit I'll throw in here um, you do get a throwaway comment that um, yeah they recognize Vahiti because she used to have a store here before it went uh, before it went broke
3: because
0: she was a, she was a jewelry maker. Yeah. obviously.
1: A very, a very talented one, but unfortunately the business just didn't take off because she was going into such a competitive marketplace.
0: I see. All right, cool. Maybe I should go see her, although I don't know where she is. I'll have to go back and talk to Henry. Mm-hmm. Um all right, so uh I I have a, an appointment at the end of the day, but uh-huh. I'm going to uh I'm going to go back and talk to uh, well I'm going to go back to the apartment for now.
1: Okay. So in the meantime, then LeBeau is going around uh, detecting signals outside. Uh, Postgate, you wake up with uh, probably a well-rehearsed hangover by this point.
2: Well, I was expecting that. (laughs) gives me something else to think about. I don't like having to do wet work that's that's not something i enjoy well it's definitely one way to cope
1: do you have any particular plans or are you happy to ride it out of the apartment for the uh, the um
2: i think at the moment i'm just going to stay in the apartment i've got a couple of things i was thinking of maybe doing later in the day but um Yes, I'll use the hangover as an excuse and just uh, spend the morning in the apartment. I'll I'll start by drinking quite a lot of coffee (laughs) and smoking Um, a number of cigarettes on the roof and just trying to just sort of stabilise myself a bit after last night. uh, That's going to be my main task until lunchtime.
1: Gotcha. So that's what about when Jacoby will be heading back. Uh,
4: Natalia. So... I'm, I was debating on based off of our our uh, communications whether to do that now or if I'm going to save that for later um, depending on if you are gonna have me do dice rolls or whatever
0: mm-hmm. uh, and I don't
4: about- and I don't I, you know I don't want to monopolize the time and have people take off the headsets or anything like that for that so um, if that's going to be the case then what I'll do is I'll pretty much get up, you know, washed and dressed, and head down to the common area where we we eat breakfast and um, see where we're gonna go from here uh, for the day. Gotcha, yeah, we can
1: potentially do that by email afterwards. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so if you're heading off and doing that on, are you doing that solo? That will be dangerous. So yeah, have some dice ready when when you answer your emails. Okay. Okay. us uh, say then, by the time that Laboe gets back, because Laboe only takes this about uh, about an hour or so, so yeah, that can, you three hours together very department.
3: Can I interrupt real quick? Can yeah. I? Can I do a trade craft roll to see if I can hack into Wayne's emails and intercept the messages <laughs> between him and yeah. you? E- email this strange thing that you're, you're <laughs> intercepting. What are you guys talking about and planning and scheming?
1: <laughs> yeah, let's say um, Yeah, Natalia and me have had some uh, discussions by email in the last few weeks. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right, I'd say then that by the time well, that the bar gets back. There's nothing for you
4: to worry about, uh, Robert. <laughs> Don't you worry, you're pretty little ahead. No, we're just talking about your um, your sniper skills and uh, how I can improve. Yes, yeah, getting some special training for you.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, while Jacoby, Jacoby's gonna be out at the bazaar for, say, most of the morning, um, coming back about lunchtime, uh, this will happen for Natalia, Robert, and Henry. Uh, Henry hears foot, uh, footsteps down on the street, uh, coming towards the, uh, as you're up on the roof. You can hear someone approaching the building down on the um, down on the street level. If you leant over the side to have a look, um, you can see it's actually Ayago. So with her dark glass, uh, with her dark sunglasses, uh, walking up towards the apartment block. Um, the apartment block.
2: Oh, so she's actually coming here. She's not just ling- lingering outside. No, no, she
1: she is making a beeline, walking for the front door. Um, okay, she, she's walking with purpose
2: walking with a, with a porpoise. <laughs>
0: uh, Tucked t-
2: t- under one arm, yeah.
0: Goodness. Bottle-nosed dolphin. Uh, <laughs>
2: uh, how did she know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to go and um, make my way to the uh, the front door. Okay. I'm not going to open it, but I'm just going to make my way to the front door. Okay.
1: In which case then, uh, Robert and Natalia will also hear the front doorbell
2: ring. Uh, The the instant the front doorbell rings, I'm going to open it and just say, uh, can I help you?
1: She's a little startled as the door opens right in front of her face. Um, May I come in? Please do.
2: And she walks on in. Um, Would you perhaps like to uh, follow me up to the roof? That's where we conduct most of our business. Oh, um I, I'll explain why when we get there.
1: She nods certainly, yes. Yeah, okay. Leave lead the way.
2: Okay. Um I will well I'll lead her up there. Mm-hmm. And um are the others on the rooftop or up to them. Yeah, I'll well, pass, well, passing well, them on, on my way up. Yeah, well we'll follow you up. Did well, you say I,
1: I'm not there yet? Yeah, this this is why you're going round the bazaar. All right, right. Um, you take her up to the um, up to the rooftop. So it's getting a little bit warmer up there, but say this is only mid morning.
2: I'm 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 terribly sorry about all this, but um, I'm afraid we can't speak openly in in the house. Um, there are uh, there are surveillance devices. Oh,
1: she looks a little bit taken aback. I thought that, well, he shrugs. I suppose that's part and parcel of your uh, your day-to-day business.
2: It is very much so, yes. Luckily, we have uh, Mr. LeBeau here, who's uh, rather talented when it comes to finding these things. Ah.
1: Well, hopefully um, she turns to, uh, to LeBeau. I'm hoping you might be rather good at finding other things Um, We had a break-in at the shop last night. Uh, I don't particularly want to go to the police with this. Um, It was someone that had a key to get in, but someone that then also knew where something uh, very precious to me was stored. Um, It's a little box. About this big, made of uh, made of rosewood with a um, with a couple of brass inlays, but I'm somewhat concerned because I need that back, and I don't know who's taken it. I tried to look um, to look back and see who took it, and whoever did was cloaked. So, hence my coming here, partially because you're the only other people, that um, obviously I know that are cloaked. Aside from those that stand opposed to us, and those that took out um, our seer, as per our previous discussion, um, I'm really at a loss because I, I just don't know how anyone knew where this box was. I mean, I hid it. I, I had it hidden under a floorboard where no one would have been able to find it, and yet I've come in, come down from my room upstairs this morning and found someone open the floorboard and the box is gone
2: and, and this this object is uh, it's what precisely
1: uh, you can see that she kind of bites her lip quite um, she is reluctant to say you can give me a persuade roll to try and get her to open up um,
2: can I Let's have a look. Yeah, go on. Okay. Well, look. I mean, it's very difficult for us to help you find something if we don't know what that something is. Uh, I got ninety-four out of forty. Okay. She's not buying
1: that. No. Well, like like I described, it's it's a box. It's maybe about um, six inches, six to eight inches wide at most. Um, Made of rosewood. It's got a a catch so it definitely you can't just flop open um it's uh, maybe three inches wide a um, couple of inches uh, two three inches deep so it's almost uh, it's almost like square on one side and then rectangular on the other side and there's brass inlays on there that uh, strengthen and secure it and the, the latch cl- um, make sure that it's attached to i mean I've, i can't be that much more descriptive i'm sorry i don't have a photo of it
3: what, a, what, a, what is the value of it? Is this something like uh, monetarily value or something more? It's,
1: um, it's more to do with my safety than monetary value. I don't think you can put a price on this. Uh, you can give me a persuade roll as well, if you wish.
3: Uh, nope, I considered spending left though, but you don't get I guy left to spend.
4: All
3: okay, that yeah, was always a choice. No, I'm
1: not gonna do it, I'm pretty low. Okay, yeah, it's just that it's um, it's not monetary. The box is old, I will admit. You could count the box as an antique, but it's, it's the contents that I'm more concerned about. That they, they represent a threat to my safety if they are not recovered. You, you can see she is evidently concerned and evidently worried.
3: So the obvious question: Did anybody else know that you kept it there?
1: Um. Uh, Miriam did, but she had. She was, she was still at home when I called her this morning. Um, Obviously, I I trust her implicitly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think she would need them, the the box that is, to uh, to do anything with. Um, And I know that our our young student that's with us he he doesn't know where they are. I haven't I haven't shown him them. I haven't shown him the box. I'm. I'm just. I'm at my wit's end. I like I said, it's I. If it's if it's the other side, if it's those that have been targeting us, then this is a blatant warning shot across the bow. But I'm, I understand, don't understand why they took that rather than just come upstairs and put a bullet in my head. I'm I'm scared.
3: Is this something yeah. that... Uh, sorry, go, go ahead, sir. Is it something that like Dale can give you hints or clues to, or you're saying that by being cloaked, that that's out of the question?
1: Well, yeah, I can, I can ask the question. I can try and direct my divination back to a point where I ask, show me who took the box, but that's, that's what I tried to do, and it, it just showed me blank space. Gotcha. That is someone but it's indicative of someone that's being cloaked.
3: Sorry Mr. Piscuit what were you saying? Um but not, nothing really.
2: I've completely
3: forgot what I was going to say. Still <laughs> drunk aren't you?
2: Um not no, not drunk but um but my you know I've got a bastard behind the eyes this morning. Hmm
4: that's crazy. Do we I'm trying to think who's left? Well, we have, what's his name? Uh, Markov, I think. What's his name? Magesh, Magesh that guy.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: We have him. Mm-hmm. Um, he
3: doesn't about the place. Do we
4: know if he's We know he that he knows about being cloaked. I, mean, I believe when we when we first met him, he, he was talking about it. Well, he mentioned it, I
1: think. He knew about the fact that there were other cults in town. Okay. So he, um, he'd moved around the occult underground, and I think he re- maybe referred to to the bookstore in the
3: Book Bazaar. Hmm. Do we know if a jesh is cloaked or not?
1: You're not aware of him being cloaked. And certainly, um, Eigel hasn't um, confirmed that he is.
3: Um, We know that Ekmechi knew about cloaking, and we know that Eigel knows about cloaking.
4: Yes. That's probably what I was uh, mistaken. We know... Oh... Oh,
3: maybe it's speed. Um I, I'm saying that internally, but, uh-huh. um, shoot, I just forgot what I was going to say. Oh, do we do we know? I don't know. Like an occult role, maybe. Do we are the do the other cults know about cloaking in general?
1: I wouldn't even uh, need to make an occult role on that, or, or a mythos role. Generally, it's from what you've. Been able to piece together about what the different cults do and their their kind of specialties, as it as it were. That anything in relation to time is generally uh, the purview of the likes of yog or Deilov in Istanbul. The other cults don't really seem to have any either interest or capability or even knowledge about such things. Okay, good. That's what I was wondering. At, at that point, I think there's again there's, there's a nice tense pause. The phone almost seems to know this time, and it's a good field test because you have put it upstairs. The phone rings. You, um, tell you. I'll
4: yes, it it's,
3: usually oh. you. You it's usually for you. It's usually for you. It's not usually for me,
4: but I'll pick it up.
1: Okay. Well, um Hello. Um, It's a female voice, again, one that you'll recognize as uh, Mariam. So Mariam Coach, the um, Iagull's assistant. uh, The one that got freaked out on the plane way back in the past. I was hoping, um, has um, Iagull come to see you? I understand from Burak that uh, that she'd gone to your apartment. I'm wondering if she's got there or not yet.
4: She's here. Would you like to speak to her? Yeah, if you you, you can hook me on, that'd be great. Thank you. Yes, 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 please. Uh, I'll hold out the phone for her. Okay. And then I look at at the two of you, I said, see, it wasn't for me. I'm not that popular. Okay. Um, Idol looks
1: a little concerned,
4: but uh, who who, who is it? Uh, I hand her the phone.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. she cautiously takes it from you and then puts it up to her ear. Um, you hear, see her half of the conversation, which goes something along the lines of, "Oh, great! I was, I was worried. It was I, I was worried that someone had known where I'd gone to. Yeah, I, I told I told Burak I was heading over here just in case you uh, you called in. Uh, you must you must have been on your way over to the shop when I called. Really." You you you're sure of this? Can right, um, get get everything together. We'll we'll get moving as soon as we can. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll head over there now. Thank thank thanks. And she hands the phone back to you and puts it uh, puts the receiver down. Um, have you had any progress in finding the? People that were attacking us,
2: um, in the sense that perhaps um, they they might not be a problem anymore,
1: right? Because because um, Miriam just told me that um, Helena told her last night when she was working on the uh, working at the Citadel that she heard that these people were, were all gone so there's well, she just said they that she said the the threat no longer exists so we can start to get ready to go um, to call to call dale off and get the get the gate open to the dreamlands
2: well that is good news isn't it
1: yeah it's, we'll have we'll have it all ready for for in case and if the worst does happen so i mean we'll, we'll put it as we uh, as we discussed in a safe place so that it won't it won't attract attention it won't be uh it won't be inadvertently found until the time until the time comes and so we can we can monitor who goes who's able to go through but this this is this is fantastic news um i've i've got to head back to the uh, to the store to get everything ready to get the pentacle, and then uh, yes, it's going to be a uh, one one step forward towards finally completing our arc.
2: Tell me before you go, have you ever had any dealing with these uh, these fish people? I, I I know of I know of them from
1: the from the texts I've read.
3: What?
2: What have you read about them?
1: Well, they, um, they're an offshoot potentially of the human race. That they they've adapted to so I,
2: I was I was thinking more of their uh, their motivations, oh, their I, allegiances. I wouldn't have a clue. Um,
1: I've not dealt with them to any extent, or I only know of their existence and their their physiognomy. To at least a very, very small degree, in the same.
2: You don't know of any texts that might specifically deal with them.
1: Um, I was going to say, if she had eyes, then you'd be able to um, to kind of see the cogs turning. Give me a second.
0: Are you saying that she's cog-eyed? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Eyes. I just
1: she somewhere. I think one of you saw behind. I've uh, at least got a sideways glance behind those glasses when uh, when you were last at the bookstore.
0: I thought we all knew that she was blind.
1: Well, blind in the sense that there's just empty sockets behind,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. behind the glasses. Yeah. No, I, th- I think I already knew that. So. Yeah. Right.
1: Yes, yeah, she. Um, she looks up after thinking for a second. I do have one one book that might have some some mention of. It. I know mean, I've read it in one of the one of the books I've read previously. Whether it's one that I've still kept or one that I've parted with over the years, I can't be sure. But I, I do have a um, a book called um, Monsters and Their Kind um, that's back at the shop, which may have something in there.
2: Yeah. But
1: I wouldn't call them monsters particularly I think that's a, a very terrible word.
2: I I'm, I'm just rather, rather interested in learning m- more about them. Hmm.
1: I'll, I'll I'll have a look cuz it's going to take me some time to do the preparations I need at the shop anyway. Yes, uh, yes of course. I'll, I'll dig out I'll dig out the book and have a quick look. And if there's anything in it then I'll, can I reach you here?
2: Yes, yes if you could be um perhaps be uh, 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 uh relatively discreet on the phone we we're never entirely sure who's listening
1: yes yeah i think uh big brother is always watching
3: what did you tell again that you were coming here
1: i uh, just buruk um i tried calling uh maram um earlier but she was she was evidently on her way over to the shop when um when i called um, but Burak lives in um, lives in the upstairs apartment with me at the uh, at the store, so he was the only other person that knew where I was coming.
3: Okay.
1: So Miriam's at the store now. That's I think why she why she called here. Okay. And on that note, I think we will call it for tonight.
0: Excellent. Mm-hmm our players included jeff wilkins luke Glasshauer. while well, he's not here tonight but he'll be here next week mick swan wayne worthy and myself with mick, with matthew oh my goodness with matthew sanderson as the keeper of the secrets we're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience we provide audio only versions of our shows free for to download from podbean or itunes If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments we like reading them. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.